0: From Hollywood, it's dream time. Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of Dream Shampoo are pleased to present the 16th in a series of new programs produced by Carlton Alsup and starring Don Amici. Let me sleep, will you please, Blanche? Francis
1: Langford. John, I'll go insane if you don't stop that snoring. Danny
0: Thomas. It's a free country. I'm a citizen. And Carmen Dragon and his orchestra. And here is your host for the evening, Don Amici. Ladies and gentlemen, and good
2: evening. Hello, Don. Hello,
0: Francis. I've been meaning to tell you something for a long time. When I look at you, I see the brush of Raphael kissing a canvas with your likeness. When I hear you, it's the strains of a Schubert sonata reaching out to caress my ears. And when I'm with you, it's a divine sonnet of love written by Shakespeare.
1: Such a lovely comparison, and so literary. Who can be worthy of such words?
0: The way I really feel about you is beyond words. For instance, just look out of that window. Do you see those two robins on that branch with their beaks together? What do you suppose they're thinking about? Worms.
2: Oh. <laughs> why, Danny, Danny Thomas.
0: Ah, oh, Danny, please. Please, why must you always be so horribly present at the wrong times? Until you came along, I was having a purely intellectual conversation with a charming girl. Look, I happen to be an expert on the
3: subject. I've got plenty of girls, haven't I? You have? Certainly. I even write my diary two weeks in advance.
2: That may
0: be so, but right now you're reading my diary over my shoulder. Meaning? It so happens that Francis only goes out with certain persons. Well? Who's certain you're a person? (laughs) Wait, that's a pretty nasty
3: observation. I mean, you must have heard how it was between me and June Haver before we had our big argument. and She
0: married somebody else. She must have been pretty mad at you. Mad? She was furious. She married the same guy twice.
2: (laughs) Well, you've made
0: your little speech, now I'll continue mine. As I was about to say, Francis, I wish you'd come over to my house
3: tonight. Oh, I'm on to your game, Don, trying to cut me out with Francis by discussing high-class subjects.
0: Now, wait just a yeah, minute. You're
3: nothing but a slick, sneaking, slinking, slicker. Now, you can't
0: say I'm a sneaking, slick and slicker, and slick.
2: <laughs>
0: Neither can
3: you.
2: <laughs> now, let me tell you something.
0: Now, just a minute, before you jump to any conclusions, I think you should know that I have found in Francis a kindred spirit, a true connoisseur of art. The reason I invited her over is that I want her opinion on some paintings I hung in my house. Oh, in that case, I'm sorry. All right. You see, Francis, I have a Picasso in my den and a Rembrandt in my living room, and I think the place can take one more painting.
1: It does seem that way. How about something in oil for your dining room?
0: Why don't you get a can of sardines? (laughs) Please don't discuss things above your intellectual level.
1: Don't be so harsh with him, Don.
3: Maybe he does appreciate art. It so happens I do, Don. I saw the paintings in your house, and I liked them. Oh, well, thanks. I especially like the one in your living room, the three musketeers. But tell me, is the fellow in the middle supposed to have a mustache?
0: Why, that's D'Artagnan. Certainly he's supposed to have a mustache. Ooh, I'm terribly sorry. What for? I erased it.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, I can paint it back. Oh, on. there's
0: no use losing my temper. I guess you just can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear.
3: Oh, wait, I, I wouldn't say that. Remember, Don, when you met me, you won a friend.
0: That ought to teach me not to gamble. <laughs> Francis, will you sing something to soothe my shattered
2: nerves?
1: Certainly, not. This can't be love because I feel so
2: well. No sobs, no sorrows, no sighs. This can't be love. I get no dizzy spell. My head is not. Heart does not stand still, just hear it be. This is too sweet to be. Loved. This can't be loved because I feel so well, but still, I love to look in your eyes. Just in-
0: Never. Yes, never before dream could any shampoo reveal all the natural brilliance of your hair. Never before dream could any shampoo leave your hair so lustrous... Yet so easy to manage.
1: Dreen your hair and you bring out all its sparkling highlights.
0: Dreen your hair and you glamorize all its soft, thrilling texture.
1: Dreen your hair and you remove all luster-dulling soap film and unsightly dandruff.
0: And what's more, Dreen's rich whipped cream leather leaves your hair easier to set, easier to curl, easier to arrange right after shampooing.
1: Yes, for lovely, lustrous hair, for all types of hair, use Dreen shampoo.
0: Right, Never before dream could any shampoo leave your hair so lustrous yet so easy to manage. D R E N E Dream Shampoo It was well done, Toby, and Francis, your song was so delightful that I'm not even mad at Danny anymore.
1: I'm glad, Don. You really are a bit impatient with him at times.
0: Well, it's his own fault. If he were only more conversant with the arts, we'd have more in common.
1: He was merely trying to be helpful when he erased that mustache.
0: Oh, it's not just paintings. If he'd read some good literature occasionally, it'd help him socially.
3: Don, not only do I read good literature, I even write it.
0: You can't even write your own name. Hmm. What did you ever write? Well, last week
3: alone, I typed 800 pages in one day sent it to the editor of a national magazine. 800 pages in one day? Why, that's fantastic. That's funny. That's what the editor said when he tried to read what I typed. (laughs) But that doesn't mean I don't
0: appreciate good literature. Well, apparently you don't benefit by what you read. It's because of my system. What system? Mm, System. I always read the first few pages of a book.
3: Then I read the last few pages. Then I start in the middle and read towards whichever end I like the best.
0: (laughs) Francis, what were we talking about?
1: Literature. And incidentally, I just read a wonderful book, Swan's Way, by Proust.
0: Oh, my uncle read that book. What does that make you?
3: His nephew.
1: <laughs> now, don't you think we should be more tolerant and sympathetic? Perhaps fiction doesn't interest him. He may be stimulated by philosophy.
3: Philosophy? That's a funny thing. You know, Francis, when I was five years old, I came home with a volume of Plato under my arm.
1: Five years? Weren't you a little young for Plato?
0: After all, does a kid know what he's feeling? Danny, may I make a suggestion? Of course. Next time you go to the library, get a book on the rearing of calves and present it to your mother. Yeah. Francis, may I see you for a minute alone? But wait a minute. How
3: do you like that? Walked away from me. Big shot intellect. Thinks he's smarter than me. He's just lucky he was born with a brain.
2: <laughs> Can't
3: even write your name, he says to me. I should have said, I can't do right my name. I should have said, maybe not for memory. but
2: <laughs>
3: If you knew more about the arts, we'd have more in common, he says. I should have said, listen, you're a stupid, ignorant baboon, and I'm your equal, I should have said. <laughs> I suppose I'm not as well-read as he is. What does that make me, the schnook of the month?
2: <laughs>
0: I
3: should have said. I should have said, I'll say it. It's a free country. I'm a citizen. Hey, Don. Don. Don.
0: Yeah. Daddy, don't get excited. I'm
2: here.
3: I insist that you revise your opinion of me. You're not being fair. I happen to have a reason for not being literary. I'm listening. Well? When I was seven years old, I took Little Women out of the library. It was my first book.
2: And I've regretted it ever since. Why?
3: Why? Today I'm $6,482 overdue on my library
0: card. <laughs> I'm a slow reader. That's why I'm convinced that being a patron of the arts is very costly. Danny, Danny, art doesn't have a material side. The great masters were guided by their spirits, not their stomachs. Van Gogh, for instance. He lived in a desolate cabin without plumbing, lights, or ventilation, his roof leaked, and his walls were caving in. What would you do if you lived in a place like that? I'd rent it for 500 a month.
2: Oh, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Danny, why do you always treat serious subjects so lightly? Don,
3: you think I'm intellectually unequipped? Definitely. That I just want to have a comic touch.
0: You try. Hmm.
3: Don't be surprised to learn that I am hip too. on what? Artistry, philosophy, and such. Mm-hmm. But the greatest bit of philosophy that I know was told to me in Trinidad by my friend Calypso Joe. What did he say? Listen. A joke is a thing that amuses many folks. They have fun. So I will continue to tell my little jokes. Like this one. Mrs. Jones had triplets one day. Two weeks later she had twins, they say. Don't think that your hearing has been double crossed. It happens that one of the triplets got lost. (laughs) Here is a thing that has a comical slant. It appears my uncle has been married to his wife, my aunt, 30 years. 30 years now, that's a long time. And to me, my uncle is sublime. He says his romancing has never grown dim. If his wife finds out, I know she will kill him. Of course, there is no perfect marriage, hmm, that I know, in this life. I'll soon be divorced by Mrs. Calypso Joe. That's my wife. She said that she is through with me. And a bachelor is no thing to be. So I'll marry her sister. I'll tell you what for. I don't have to break in a new mother in law. <laughs> Her sister and I, we will never, never part. We agreed. The day I proposed to her, I was in her heart. Only me, I was feeling so all alone. So I called her on the telephone. I said, Will you marry me? It will be bliss. She quickly said, Yes, I would love to. Who's this?
2: Philosophy of Calypso Joy. Not fifty per cent, not
0: seventy five per cent, but one hundred per cent. Yes, dream shampoo reveals one hundred per cent of the natural loveliness of your hair. All its sparkle, all its sheen, all its dazzling brilliance.
1: That's true. Never before dream could any shampoo leave your hair so lustrous.
0: That's because dream is not a soap shampoo. Leaves no dull film, as all soaps do. And what's more, dream does not dry out your hair. Instead, Dream's richer whipped cream leather leaves your hair easier to set, easier to curl, easier to arrange right after shampooing.
1: So for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dream Shampoo.
0: Yes, for all types of hair, dry, normal, or oily, use Dream Shampoo. Buy Dream at all drug department or ten cent stores in the familiar blue and yellow package. Or ask for Dream at your beauty shop. Remember, never before Dream could any shampoo leave your hair so lustrous. Yet so easy to manage.
3: Your hair can have that dazzling sheen the very first
2: time that you use Dream.
0: Right, your hair can have that dazzling sheen the very first time that you use Dream. (laughs) Our glamorous dream girl, Frances Langford, joins Carmen Dragon and his orchestra as she sings Night and Day.
2: Beat 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 of the tom-tom when the jungle shadows fall, like the tick tick tock of the steady clock as it stands against the wall, like the drip 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 of the raindrops when the summer shower is through. So a voice within. Where you are Oh, I you Night and day Day and night Why is it so That this longing For you follows Wherever I go In the roaring In the silent Of my lonely room I think of you
0: John Amici and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Bickerson, with Danny Thomas as Brother Amos in The Honeymoon Is Over, written by Phil Rath. The Bickersons have retired. Mrs. Bickerson lies tense and silent in the darkness, while poor husband John, insomniac extraordinary, engages in another grueling bout with the dread affliction that borders on madness, Lethargica Profundus. Listen. <laughs>
1: My life. I lie awake for hours listening to that groaning and grunting and whining and giggling and snoring and snarling. I'm sick of it, John.
0: Yeah, me too. Who's doing it, Blanche? <laughs> Must be
1: that new You're doing it. And you haven't missed a single night since we got married. Missed what? Snoring. It's unbelievable.
0: I don't believe it. Good night,
1: Blanche. Good night, nothing. Why doesn't somebody invent something to wake a person up when they start to snore?
0: They don't have to invent it. I married it.
1: <laughs> Very funny. Oh, you're so funny, John Vickerson. Well, you're not going to enjoy yourself while I suffer. Get out of that silly position and sleep like a normal human being. What
0: difference does it make to you what position I'm in?
1: It makes a lot of difference. You can't possibly breathe, right, the way you're all wound up. You've got one knee up against your chin, and and your head is under the pillow and one foot's hanging out of the bed. Go on, put that foot where it belongs.
0: If I did, you wouldn't sit down for a week.
1: (laughs) A lot you care that I'm on the verge of a nervous breakdown. My face is full of lines. I've got dark circles under my eyes. My cheeks are hollow. I look worse than an old witch. It's true, isn't it?
0: I wouldn't say that.
1: Why not, John?
0: I'd be awake for the rest of the night.
1: You do think it's true, though, don't you?
0: What's true?
1: I look worse than an old witch.
0: You don't look worse than an old witch.
1: Why do you emphasize worse?
0: All right, you don't look worse than an old witch.
1: That sounds even more horrible.
0: Oh, Blanche, why don't you just relax and go to sleep? Stop worrying about how you look.
1: Every woman worries about how she looks. I suppose you know I spend half my allowance in the beauty parlor.
0: I'll have to raise your allowance. <laughs> Put out the lights, will you?
1: I'm so sick, I don't think I'll live another month.
0: What's the matter with you now?
1: I get terrible dizzy spells and palpitation of the heart. Every few minutes I get a burning sensation. I think I'm going to dry up.
0: You say it, but you won't do it.
1: I'm sick. I know I'm at death's door.
0: Go see Dr. Marvin. He'll pull you through.
1: How can you lie there and watch me writhe in agony? Right now, my pulse is going like a trip hammer.
0: Oh, let me see. Oh, there's nothing wrong with your pulse. It's steady as clockwork.
1: You've got your fingers on my wristwatch.
0: <laughs> what time is it?
1: It's half past three. Oh, John, I know I'm going to die.
0: Oh, you're not going to die.
1: Every single time I get a premonition, it comes true. And I've had this dying premonition a half dozen times.
0: Well, it didn't come true, did it?
1: Don't yell at me. Send for the doctor.
0: Oh, you don't need the doctor. I'll handle it. Where's the bourbon?
1: Bourbon? Bourbon? I don't want any bourbon.
0: Now, will you let me help you or not? I've got the greatest cure in the world for your condition. All you have to do is poach two eggs in bourbon.
1: I won't eat eggs poached in bourbon. You
0: don't eat the eggs. You drink the gravy.
1: (laughs) Don't you dare fix me any of your hideous remedies. All you want to do is finish me off.
0: Well, if you don't want me to help you, stop complaining.
1: You wouldn't talk that way to Gloria Gooseby.
0: Oh, now, don't start with Gloria (laughs) Gooseby.
1: All she has to do is sneeze, and you run up and down looking like Dr. Kildare. The day she fainted from the heat, you were busy rubbing her ankles.
0: Well, you always rub a person's extremities when they faint.
1: Well, you didn't have to be so extreme. (laughs) Why didn't you rub her hands?
0: Leah was rubbing her hands.
1: I can't understand what you see in that hussy. I
0: hate her, and you know it.
1: It's those tight slacks she wears. When she walks into a room, her eyes pop out further than yours. Nobody does. <laughs> I mean, my eyes don't pop out at all. If you don't
0: quit hopping on Gloria Gooseby, I swear... Go no, on, I... hit
1: me. You've done everything else. <sighs> Sick as I am, maybe I'll have to have an operation. An ambulance will come in the middle of the night and take me away. An emergency.
0: There's no emergency. So I
1: might even die on the table. And if I do live, I'll lie there in the hospital in the charity ward. Nobody to visit me, no call. Lance. Why don't you send some flowers, John? <laughs>
0: Why don't you stop blowing your top? You're no sicker than I am. You're just putting on this act to keep me awake, aren't you? Now tell me the truth.
1: Is it so impossible that I might have an operation?
0: Well, what of it? Thousands of people have operations. It's nothing to be afraid of. You wouldn't hear me squawking like that.
1: Not much. You had to take ether to have glasses fitted. (laughs) Well,
0: I'm, I'm very sensitive around the eyes. That's because I don't sleep enough. Oh, Blanche, why don't you put out the
1: light? All right, John. You'd have been to sleep a long time ago if you hadn't been for your snoring. Oh,
0: well, Can I help it if I snore?
1: Yes, you can. Dr. Marvin says there's something wrong with your pharynx. You have a very long uvular and it flutters against your palate. Why don't you let him fix it?
0: Okay, I'll have it fixed next week.
1: You say it, but you won't do it. Let him fix it now. What? Go on, get up and let him pull out your palate. <laughs>
0: Are you out of your mind? You think I'm going to let that broken-down doctor
1: hack at my palate? He doesn't hack. He snips. I don't
0: care if he shoots it off with a twenty-two.
1: <laughs>
0: Nobody's going to fool around with my palate.
1: Well, you're going to have to do something, as it is neither of us get any <laughs> sleep.
0: Well, why don't you have him file your ears off?
1: <laughs>
0: i never heard of such a thing.
1: I wouldn't argue at all if you'd just be nice for a minute. You married me because you loved me, didn't you, John?
0: Hmm.
1: wasn't because I had a little money, was it?
0: No. No, it wasn't.
1: And even if we had our lives to live over again, you wouldn't marry me for my money, would you, John?
0: I wouldn't marry you for all the money in the world.
1: (laughs) See, there you go, starting all over again. Oh, Blanche, I'm
0: so sleepy, I don't know what I'm saying. Talk to me in the morning.
1: You said you're going fishing in the morning. Who are you going with?
0: With my boss.
1: Why don't you take my brother Amos along?
0: We're going trout fishing. We don't need any worms.
1: (laughs) Don't be so smart. Tomorrow you'll wish you had him with you. I assure
0: you, I'll enjoy my fishing without Amos.
1: Can't fish without a fishing pole.
0: Well, I got a fishing pole. I bought a brand new one yesterday.
1: I lent it to Amos.
0: Well, that's fine. Then he'll be a... What?
1: Amos borrowed your fishing pole. Oh, Blanche, Blanche, you didn't...
0: You wouldn't let that sponging weasel take my brand new rod before he even had a chance to use it. He'll ruin it. He doesn't know how to
1: fish. He isn't going to fish with it. His sink got stopped up and he wanted to clean the drain off. Clean <laughs> the drain off? That chiseling thief is using my $50 rod for a plunger? It won't hurt it. You'll never catch any fish anyway. And I always
0: catch fish. I caught him last time, didn't I? Didn't I? You know, darn well, I brought home three bass and one smelt. They all smelt.
2: <laughs> Go to
0: sleep, she says. My whole life is ruined. Cleaning drains with my fifty-dollar rods. What's the matter with a piece of wire? Go to sleep, she tells me. <laughs> I'll never sleep another wink. As long. <laughs> Hello. The phone's dead. It's leaking.
1: Put down that bottle of bourbon. <laughs>
3: Where,
1: where is
0: that time phone? Be careful
3: of the base on the telephone table. Yes, I can't see a thing. Hello. Hello, it's Dr. Klinker
0: there? Who? Dr. Klinker. Dr. Klinker? I say, is this the peaceful rest home? The peaceful rest home? Brother, have you got a wrong number?
2: <laughs> Jacko,
0: this is
3: Amos. Amos?
0: Amos, where is my crop rod?
3: Have you got any glue, Jacko? Glue? Oh, Amos, you broke it. You broke my new rod. I've never had a broken rod in my life. Well, don't cry, Jocko. You got one now. <laughs> it was too long anyway. Why did you do it? The rod cost me $50. It's the finest rod made. Ah, cheap stuff. It snapped before I got it halfway down the drain. <laughs> I'll give you the money back, Jocko. I got it right here. Where would you get $50? I sold the rest of your tackle. who Go. Good night, Jocko.
0: That's the end of the world. Let me get back to bed before I... Oh! oh, oh.
1: John! John, you didn't break the base, did you? No, but I'll be hanged
0: if I'm not going to now.
1: John, that base is a family heirloom. It's been handed down from generation to generation. Well, this is the
0: last generation. Good night, Blanche. <laughs> Toby Reed reminding you, never before dream, yes, never before dream could any shampoo reveal 100% of the natural luster of your hair. Listen next Sunday for another pleasant half hour with Don Amici, Danny Thomas, Francis Langford, Carmen Dragon, and his orchestra. And now here is Don Amici reminding you there's still time to give and give gladly to the 1947 Red Cross Fund and wishing you good days, good nights, and good luck until we meet again. How they shine, shine without wiping, in half of the time and look bright, bright. So don't you get left, get DREFT. For dishes that shine even without wiping, get DREFT. The greatest dishwashing discovery in 2,000 years. DREFT, Procter & Gamble's sudsing miracle makes even your nicest glassware sparkle like jewels. Towel or no towel, get DREFT in the bright green package. Remember, don't you get left, get DREFT. <laughs> will soon be seen in the Republic picture, That's My Man. Danny Thomas appeared by arrangement with metro Golden mayer producers of the new musical, It Happened in Brooklyn. Danny Thomas's song was written by Jerry Sealand with special music by Carmen Dragon. Why isn't there more soap? Because adequate supplies of soap, fabrics, medicines, and many products can't be made without more fats than are available today. And that's why everyone is urged to save every drop of kitchen fats every day. The need is urgent... The reason's sound. And dealers now pay more per pound.
2: This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.